What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Uh, look, I want to start off by being the first to wish you all a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Fuck you, Chris, uh, Chris Berman. Um, all over that one first. So, uh, look, folks, with us, uh, Victor J. Andrew, all area volleyball player, uh, 2009, Boys Bernardi. Boys, how we doing? I'm doing good. Um, I'm on fall break, as um, our listeners know from last week. So instead of coming up Thursday morning, decided to make the trip up today before the Illini basketball game. Uh, back in the basement of my parents' place, got a nice little cot set up for me. Got my own bathroom. Uh, looking forward to eating um, free food for the next couple of days and uh, maybe reliving the glory days at Oak Park Avenue tomorrow night. Who knows? Hey, boys, you going out to Halligans tomorrow with the boys? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it just it's, might be it just might be me, my dad, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> no Bryce? Uh, I think he's working. We're not having Thanksgiving till Friday. Ah. Ah. Plenty of time to uh to base and, and season that bird, but uh who's back in the league, folks? God, this guy's red hot, the complete opposite of me with picks. I'm I am ice cold. What Davy Steamer. Dave I mean, the only right? the only thing I might like more than winning my bets is watching you lose yours. Watching me, <laughs> <laughs> and also, also, you're sick. also, you're sick. Blazes, Blazes fall break. Now that he's done with the coeds and the undergrads, he's got to go back to VJA, and he's like, we're going back to the high school chicks as long as they're as long as they're eighteen or over. That's where he draws the line. Yeah, and that and that dick duster <laughs> yeah, on his lip too. Gonna, he's just gonna he's just gonna go up there and be like, hey, you know, I'm on the wall over here. You want to check it out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, I actually don't even think it's this is actually a funny story. My dad sent me this pre-COVID. He went to a play or something at Andrew. They don't have a wall anymore. It's like digital. And when they transferred my name over, they spelled my name wrong. So it's like B L I A S E. So I'm on the wall of fame spelled incorrectly. Bliaze. Jesus. Public God. schools can't do anything right. Should have went to Mount Carmel. I mean, yeah, you tried. Yeah. You tried. That lasted a hot fucking minute. <laughs> you tried to. Hey, I turned out okay. Not a cop. Oh, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by, by by whose judgment, please? Please. You couldn't last a week riding in the car with Brendan Barry up to up to Mount Carmel. <laughs> so uh Mount Greenwood should probably have one more person living there. <laughs> Who knows? You could you could have uh ended up at Comet as well. So Dave. Give us a little recap on, on last week, record wise. Look, I know Mike, I'm in. I would I'm love in the ba- to do this. <laughs> I know I'm in the basement, dude. It's bad. It's All bad. Right, we'll go through. We'll go through last week really quick. Uh, Dave McAvoy. I was four and zero. Swept the board in college football. Uh, unfortunately, I was three and three with the remainder of my picks. Couldn't take the pool. Coobs was right there with me. I went two and one in the NFL. Not really feeling good about NFL, even though my record's better there. Uh, Blaze, you were one and three in college, but you bounced right back. You went three and zero in the NFL. Your overall record in the NFL is seventeen and eight. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny? I went on a couple of weeks streaks in a row, and I was just picking three PM games and went like zero for six. And you also went like three weeks straight where you didn't show up to the podcast. We just gave you the Cowboys, and they covered. Hey, that's ain't broke. Don't fix it. We'll, Absolutely, we'll talk it's about better UTEP. to be. Let's talk about UTEP last week. It's better to be lucky than good, for sure. I completely yeah. agree. Uh, but just to give us a quick recap here, uh, Mikey, I, before I forget, stop me if you've heard this before. We need a bounce back week. Bring it up the rear. <laughs> One and five in college, oh and three in the NFL. 
Uh, Merrick, some I, of these listeners have families, or they used to if they're riding your picks. I don't know if they uh, still have families or a house anymore. Has anyone checked on Chewy lately? I mean, he might not. He might have gotten his leg beat in by his bookie with the if he's following Merrick's picks. Jesus Christ! I, I, I hope that Hoboken, so he can legally gamble. He doesn't live in New York. Oh, so he might be okay. Yeah, he, yeah. He might There's be no, all right. There, I, might not be playing on credit. Need a well-being uh, check. But here we go. I'll, I'll give you the standings because I, I did the math here today. Uh, Blaze, you're overall, you're 32, 23, and 1. That's a 580 win percentage. You're in first place. I'm seven games back of you. Even with my 6-1 uh, week, I am still 37, 42, and 2. That's good enough for a 469 winning percentage. And another seven and a half games back of that. Mikey Merrick, 20 games under 500, 30, 50, and 1. 377 winning percentage we've both played more games 25 more games blaze will figure something out for you so you can play a little catch up we'll see what happens here coming into bowl season we got one week left of real college football before it starts getting into the postseason i was thinking yeah for the college pool we said if there's a rollover we'll do it but we should do it either way we should pick every game 100 percent. no doubt do yeah, would you want to do a confidence pool or just pick 25 against the spread mm-hmm. 25, 25, 25 ATS. I can't wait to go 24 and one. It's going to be awesome. Um, America, before, things happened. before we go um, into this new week, uh, can you provide an update for our listeners? If that package made up the Mississippi river to grand Rapids, Michigan, it did. And unfortunately it looks like we might need to send another one. Um, oh no, no, look, I, I'm not going to be the one sending it. I feel bad. I got, I got two buddies who've been betting on my account trying to, trying to lick their wounds and let me just say they were riding my picks on saturday boys it's, it's, oh no it doesn't look, it doesn't look pretty well so. i will tell you i will tell you merrick there was a time on i think early sunday during the first slate when we saw how bad your nfl picks were doing too that i just texted blaze and i'm like i really really hope that merrick wasn't betting his picks this weekend because it's not gonna be good when when you guys when you guys te- when you text me that boys at the office shocker on a sunday um <laughs> Philo, Philo. I, I literally, I checked the scores of the games, and I'm like, I saw all three games that I had picked were in the NFL were 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 loose, and I go, oh my god, I'm gonna go one and eight this week. This is this is absolutely pathetic. Hey, but really, hey, according according to the numbers, according to math, it's just as hard to go one and eight as it is to go eight and one. Exactly. And look, everyone loves a fucking comeback story, right? Everyone loves a comeback story, just like Matt, Matt Nagy. Let's let's hold there for a minute. Reports came out today that this will be Matt Nagy's last game coaching for the Chicago Bears. But did you see the source? I did see the source. The, pa- is- the patch, the same newspaper that reports when like Blaze gets promoted and when I win the students like the spelling bee. Like what? <laughs> this is our source now. The patch has got in the know. Was it Pulitzer though? But I think it's like I want Pat DeSabato. Yeah, this guy won a Pulitzer, I think, like 10 years ago. But um, so it's obviously accurate reporting, but the Bears have been around for what a hundred years and they've never fired a coach midseason. Like they even had Mark Tressman and let him play it out. Like that's how bad Matt Nagy's been and how much he's lost um Hallis Hall, the players, and obviously um every citizen in Chicago and the surrounding counties. By the way, Mark Trussman's daughter is an absolute missile. She's still around? 
from fucking outer space, dude. Cheat, unbelievable. Um, go ahead and look that one up, listeners. That's a that, that's a that's a freebie. Um, Davey, let's let's go let's go to the uh, let's go to the hardwood really quick. I, I like I'm I'm nowhere near in college basketball mode. You guys are a little bit more fired up about it than I am, considering uh, Illinois' potential this year. Give me a, just. Give me your quick thoughts on how the season's kind of starting off here. I think what most teams are three, four, five games into the year. So we're starting to get a little bit of a sense, not only of what the Big Ten hoops wise is going to look like, but the rest of college basketball as well. Yeah, I'll start. I was going to say, I'll let you talk more about Illinois, but the Big Ten has just gotten, it's atrocious early. And Blaze, I'll let you talk a little bit more about uh, Illinois, but I'm, I'm with you on your other pick too. You guys know I told you I already had a ticket into the beginning of the year on Gonzaga. So, I mean, I hope they win tonight just because they'll go even further down in odds. And if they lose, I don't really care. I got them at six to one. So, yeah, I think talking about the Big Ten, they finally beat a top 20. Well, Purdue's been doing great. Um, They rolled UNC. They rolled Villanova. But nobody else in the Big Ten has had a top 25 win until today when Wisconsin beat Houston. Illinois lost 20 points to the 90th to Cincinnati last night to the 20th um, to the 90th ranked Cincinnati team on Ken Palm. Illinois is just an absolute dumpster fire right now. They're turning the ball over on 27% of their possessions, which is ridiculous if you think about it. They're bringing the ball up the court four times, and they're only getting a shot off three. This team has major work to do. Andre Corbello might be the most overrated player in college basketball, and um, I've made this comparison offline. He reminds me of Spencer Ratdog 1,000%. The mannerisms, the way he treats the team, the way the hype has been, most overrated player in college basketball and accomplished absolutely nothing. Brad Underwood looks absolutely clueless without Io and Steven Gentry. I'm extremely disappointed in this game, considering I'll be going down to St. Louis for the Illinois-Missouri game. If they lost to Bruce Weber, that would have been the cherry on top. But um, we'll see how it goes. Um, one team I do love is Perdont, and that team is just mammoth down low. They have a 7-5 center from Toronto. They got a 6'11 freshman from Indiana, and they got a 6'10 guy from uh, Chicago, I believe, too, in Trevion Williams. That's just an insane front court. Those guys are going to be able to play week, week in and week out, and they're going to be they're not going to really be battle tested, but they're going to be able to s- slim through their regular season schedule in the Big Ten with how bad they've been playing. Did they did they beat North Carolina? I know they had a showdown with them last weekend. Yeah, they beat North Carolina. Then they actually played Villanova and were down 10 with seven minutes to go and ended up coming back and winning by seven. They're a real deal. This team doesn't quit. They're a senior-laden team with an NBA player in Ivy and Edie, and they just kind of got the pieces there. They can shoot the three, fundamentally sound. Matt Painter's a good coach. I got them at 15-1. to They're down 10-1, to and um, if they win, I'll be putting it all all in on John Rahm five days later to win the Masters. Hey, I didn't ask you. I'm ready for April. I didn't ask you about this, or I don't. We didn't even talk about it or text about it. Did you happen to see the story about Trevion Williams at the McDonald's? Yes. No. Apparently, he ordered like twenty chicken nuggets, and they shut it down because they didn't have enough people, and he was kind of boozing, and he was kind of giving giving the lady a hard time. Yeah, like he allegedly like pushed her, but then look at the, the thing at the thing, and she just fell. But apparently, yeah. he was just he was drunk, and he put in an order on the app. And he went up there to get the food, and they were like, no, no, we were already closed, and we don't have the people to do it. And he was like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, I put it on the app, and it says I paid for it. She's like, you're going to get refunded, and he just couldn't comprehend it because he was drunk. So not really a big deal. It was just funny. Like, they just swept it under the rug. You didn't really hear about it nationally. I honestly heard about it on an Illinois message board, go figure, because 
everyone thinks we were awesome on the message board and now we suck, which is funny, but they were talking crap about that. That's how I heard about it. I mean, a certain a certain anonymous poster has to be having a little bit of fun on there. Are, are you back allowed on the message boards these days? I am. I haven't been, been banned yet, but there's this one guy on the boards that absolutely hates my guts. And I'm telling him anytime he comes down to Champagne, I'll give him my address and he can punch me in the face if he wants. <laughs> oh my God. What's the matter with you? Like, actually, what goes through your head? What, go, what you know goes what? Through, your head? through my head? That's the point. Nothing goes through my head. It's an anonymous message board. Future human resources manager. The problem is, too, is like a lot of these people are from like surrounding Champaign Urbana and didn't go to like the They're university. Fucking hillbilly. They're hillbillies. They're hillbillies. And it's like, I look on this message board and this is how like I figure out how 25% of the population in America believes that Trump actually won the election because of these message boards. Gosh, people are absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Hey, speaking of that, I saw that there's still people sitting at the uh, grassy knoll waiting for JFK Jr. to show up. <laughs> oh my God, I had this for real. Yeah, there's not a lot. There's like 10 people from like the QAnon groups that are like waiting for JFK Jr. to show up. I had to send you guys that as I drove past it on Saturday. I was stopping by to get a bagel over there. Tops closed. Tops, uh, closed. Uh, it. Top, tops were I'll closed. Never a, I'll never get, Blaze, you can never get a convertible for this exact reason. Someone not from this message board might try to assassinate you. Well, it's, yeah, it's not even that. It's <laughs> There's always green lights on that street. Moving forward green lights oh jesus all right let's get to let's 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 get to the brass tacks here let's let's go back to the gridiron well i i got a i got a big redemption card this is huge big i got four i got four big plays i'm gonna save those for the end give the listeners what they want boys start us off you got you got four hot picks come saturday uh or actually really come friday and saturday uh with some college football here post turkey day what do you got? Yeah, I got a couple big boy bets, but Merrick, I wanted to hit on this with you first. I know Adrian Martinez is out, but when that spread came out, Nebraska was favored by four points. I think. I love it. What did you think about that? I and I, I think I think you bet the future Big Ten champion, Iowa Hawkeyes. Okay, I just I just thought it was hysterical that a three and eight team was a four point favorite at home against the top 10 Iowa Hawkeyes. Serious question. Serious question though. What will Michigan or Ohio state be favored by? Just call it Ohio state. Cause that'll be a bigger spread. What will they be favored by against Iowa? 20. I'd say 20. Yeah, I'd, take I'd say, I, I'd say, it's, yeah, I was thinking like 16 or 17. They'll probably be favored I'd by say 20, but I would take Iowa in that game. Dave, what, what does a Mike Merrick do in this situation when it's begging you to take Ohio State first half, except it's your heart on the line. I mean, you probably take Ohio State first half. <laughs> well, we can cross. <laughs> well, if we're just being, I, if, if we we're just bridge in a week or two. Yeah, it's it's going to be great once Minnesota beats Wisconsin. We're we're going to need that one. Uh, but hey, but actually, fuck it. Before we go back to the gridiron, let, let's just air this out for our for our listeners at home. Iowa being down last week, ten nothing to the the fighting Illini. Oh, were the boys chirping, right? All of a sudden, that boys kiss of death Bernardi starts getting involved in, in, in the text thread. And next thing you know, Charlie Jones taking that 104 yards to the house. But but all your reservation. Talk, all your talking, they would have been a lucky cover for Iowa. Illinois deserved to cover for sure. Oh and Illinois I, I, did I, cover. I, so I, what's I, your I, what's your argument? 
my my argument is that you guys are counting your chickens before you hatch, just like just like you guys do every year. You guys we haven't beat us since we 2008. We don't need any more wins. It was three and a half was the win total. Got the win total. That's, we don't do more than we for, need. That's, that's for your bet. Because if you guys win, if you guys win at Iowa, you win one more game, then you're going to a ball. But well, no, the most important you're, thing, you're the most important thing was. I didn't see the post-game footage because they cut away so quick. I can only assume that they stormed the field. Oh, oh that, I that can only jo- assume. That Such joke, a big game. Such that a big joke game. is so that joke is so old at this point. You 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 and senior have completely worn that joke out. I we only have you, one year to do it until you know, next year. Yeah, until next year. Say- you're gonna lose to Iowa again. For well, no, ninth, more importantly, well, no, year, I only have one year to do it because Iowa might not win a game in the Big Ten next year. So how are they gonna storm the field? Are you kidding me? Alex Vicente Padilla coming back next year. Alex, don't call me Vicente. <laughs> All right, I am with Miracle. I have the kiss of death. I need to stop. You I do. Stop. You do have the kiss of death. Well, no, you take victory laps and sharpie games more prematurely than anyone I've ever encountered. It's incredible. I know. I also did that with the Alabama Arkansas under when it was three nothing after the first quarter. And oh my god! And then you play. texted you texted me and Merrick, and you're like. I would bet the second half under, and the second half over went over by about forty fucking points. In it, it went over in like the first, the first ten minutes, minutes. <laughs> first eight to ten minutes of the third well, quarter. Good thing I didn't lock it in. Good thing you didn't. Uh, good thing you didn't. But boys, okay, you we'll are. My place. Um, I was just saying. I've been off the. I've been off the BBs, the big boy bets, the, uh, last week. Took a week off, and I'm gonna hop back on. I love this spread. I think Michigan plus eight is five points too high. This game's going to be on the road. Ohio State has not played well on the road. They went to Nebraska. They won by single digits. Michigan is a battle-tested team. They're going to be fundamentally sound. And more importantly, they got rid of Don Brown, who um, is a horrible defensive coordinator. I loved the guy 10 years ago, but he never adapted. This defense will be ready to play. They won't get beat on these five-yard in routes like they did because Michigan knows they're not as athletic as Ohio state and those receivers. They'll step back. They have a great pass rush with Hutchinson. I like Michigan state. I, I take them plus eight. I don't do money line, but the upset special, I think Michigan's going to beat Ohio state in the big house on Friday on Saturday. And they're going to leapfrog into the um, college football playoff and take Ohio state spot as number three. Heard it here first. Michigan will be playing Iowa in the big 10 championship in Indy next week when we're talking love Michigan. Love Harbaugh this year. They've been under the radar. No one's talking about them. Ohio State is overhyped, beating an overrated Michigan team and pounding teams like Indiana, Rutgers, and Maryland. Those aren't real wins. Ohio State's going to be in for a shocker on Saturday. Give me Michigan. Wow. You don't put any stock into what Ohio State just did to Michigan State. I have absolutely no stock. I said it the week before against Maryland. Maryland's just um, not as well coached and too undisciplined. It's not that hard to beat a Michigan State team like that. They gave up 500 yards to Purdue, C.J. Stroud, and he has three NFL receivers. They did the same exact thing in a half. I, Michigan State was a pretender the whole entire time. Michigan got unlucky at Michigan State. I just think Michigan is going to be able to control the ball time of possession. Ohio State's also on the road. C.J. Stroud has not looked well when he's played on the road. Go back to week one against Minnesota and even go more recent to Nebraska when I put a lot of money on them. I I think this game will never be over a single um, single digits. Michigan's going to win this game outright, plus eight stealing. It's going to be a big boy bet. I'll put it on the Twitter. Wow, that's a that's a hot take. I I mean I I was I'm looking at this game thinking that 64 points maybe maybe an overplay here, but I'll, I'm going to stay away from it. It's it's got to be it's. 
by far the best game of the weekend, uh, hands down. I know there's there's a couple other good ones uh, with rivalry week here. You got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, boys. You and I are both riding the Sooners on this. I love I love Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma State is a huge pretender this year. Well, why do you like the Sooners so much? Okay, so yeah, this is actually a good prelude into my next two picks. <laughs> I'm taking Maryland minus one and a half and Oklahoma minus three and a half. So this is a classic blaze logic that never really worked until this year, but it's actually working, so we're going to keep doing it. Maryland hasn't covered the spread in the last seven weeks. That's the only reason why I'm taking Maryland on the road against Rutgers, minus one and a half. No other reason. But they're also a very athletic team, and I think they're talented in one year away. And then I'm taking Oklahoma because Oklahoma State's covered the spread the past seven games. So give me Oklahoma Sooners minus three and a half. I'm going against the grain on both of these um, just because they haven't covered in a while. So those are the two plays I like. And then I'm going to close it out with Clemson minus 11 and a half. We were wrong on Auburn last week, but it's not because of what was on the field. The coach called a the coach went for it on fourth and one with 30 seconds left in the second quarter on their own 25 yard line and absolutely backfired and gave South Carolina life. Clemson's a way more talented team. I think they figured it out a little bit last week against Wake Forest. This line's 10 points too low. In my opinion, I'd go Clemson minus 11 and a half. If Michigan covers, that's going to be my second big boy bet to double down on the weekend. Couple, couple comments I had for you here on all these picks. That Maryland stat you gave that they haven't covered in seven weeks is the only reason why I didn't pick Maryland there. Rutgers fucking stinks, and it's a it's a no brainer play. Rutgers is take, so bad. Is to take Maryland there, but dude, so bad. Maryland has just let us down the last couple of weeks, and it's the same thing as usual, right? Talia, you don't know what the fuck he's gonna do late in the game, and if he's gonna burn you. Um, the yeah. only other things they're I want to mention a bowl here, game though. They're playing for a bowl they game. Are. Both they have five wins. Playing for a bowl game, so Maryland has okay. a lot to play for, and I think they're gonna want to get back. Okay. The only other things I had to say about this one. Clemson can make the ACC championship if they win this in Wake. And they don't even have to win this if Wake Forest loses. They're in the national, the ACC championship still. Um, Because Wake Forest, that one loss to North Carolina, didn't count as an ACC game. Yeah, why didn't that count as an ACC game? I don't know. I didn't get the whole story behind it. But the other thing I was going to mention is uh, Oklahoma State. It still fucking pisses me off because they should have lost to Boise State when it was one of my locks of the entire year. I put like 500 bucks to that, and I'm still pissed off about it because they called that fucking punt return back. I'm still mad about it. It was our, that yeah, was one. Of the, I think that I think that was the back. drunken podcast when I kept telling you how much I liked Boise State. I think that I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. that defense they, was impressive. They shut out Texas Tech. They are. They do have but a good defense. I yeah, and it, the Big 12 is similar to the Pac-12. I don't think any of the teams are actually that good, but it's kind of how it has been with all the teams this year. You don't think any of them are that good. You really don't because no one's proven that they're they're that much better. And I still think part of that this year is because all the teams that usually just recycle through talent like had, had to do that last year, and all these middle-of-the-road teams brought back these super seniors because of COVID, and you've got a lot of experience on all these teams, like Michigan especially, like, uh, like all these teams are right there now with uh, with Ohio State and Oklahoma and Clemson and Alabama and even Georgia with Alabama because you got all these super seniors on all these teams that may not have gotten playing time with all the super stud freshmen coming up and it didn't happen with uh, with COVID so it's just been an interesting year and I don't think it'll be the same next year. Yeah, Dave, let's go to your slate. Uh, I've been talking about Power Five teams. I think all your picks are a Group of Five. So uh, let's walk us through and let's go to the one that's made you the most money this year. Well, I told you, I told you, uh, I started listening to that Group of Five podcast, and I've been obsessed ever since because I really think that that's where the money's made because there's not any public uh, attention on it. But first things first, I'm avoiding UTEP this week, my darling, 
So ask me again on Saturday when they actually play. Give me a cocktail or two on Thanksgiving. We might end up on them. Um, but UAB loves to blow teams out, especially in conference. So this is going to be the type of thing where it's like UTEP will either be right in the game the whole time or UAB is going to blow them out and run the spread up. So I'm just going to avoid it altogether. I don't trust UTEP enough at this point. I love them still. They're my favorite child of all time. But it's just like we're going to go and watch them play their basketball game or football game. We're not going to yell at the ref or anything or get too excited about it. So stay away from UTEP this week. Memphis. Tulane fucking stinks. All these bets the rest of the way, besides the UNLV one you'll see on here, are about fading the shitty team here. Tulane has two wins all year. Memphis has a couple of losses when they didn't have their starting quarterback, Seth Hennigan. He's only a freshman. Remind me next year that I love Memphis because that guy's going to be there again because I'm going to be all over Memphis to win whatever conference they're next year. I don't even know what conference they're going to be in. I assume it's the AAC still, but I don't know exactly where they're going to go. But I'm going to love them next year. And I think that five and a half is a joke of a line. Um, So Memphis is going to be the play there. Uh, The other one I have on here, Eastern Michigan at Central Michigan. I really like this because uh, I think that the MAC in general is kind of like jumbled up. And I've bet on Eastern Michigan a couple times this year, and I just, I like them. They can move the ball. And I've watched Central Michigan play, and they burned me a couple times this year when I was on them in the pool. Um, So just nine and a half is an outrageous number to me. So that's the only reason why this stood out. When I first like when I first saw Eastern Michigan plus nine and a half, I assumed that they were playing someone like um like for rivalry week, not a Mac team. When I saw that they were playing Central Michigan, I was all over it. Got a little um, directional school battle. Absolutely. It's a it's rivalry week for everybody, and that includes Central Michigan versus Eastern Michigan. A lot of senior days. A lot of senior days. A lot of days. senior days. A lot, a lot of hard getting <clears throat> left out on that field. Couple other plays here. So I'm gonna go with five locks this week. So three other ones that I've got. UNLV, I'm taking plus 17 and a half against Air Force. This is purely Air Force being a service academy, running the triple option, and the fact that UNLV has been playing a lot better lately. Now, this isn't they lock of the this isn't lock of the century of the year, like when Blaze bet UNLV after the the shooting. Okay, this Never is forget. just we really we really like. Yeah, I know the teams are all 0 and 4. Why do you like them? Because they're due. I uh, I really like UNLV here getting catching 17 and a half. Same thing, just. A lot of points. Air Force, I don't think, can cover that many points at this point. And I think Air Force is actually a good team. But UNLV has been playing a lot better lately. Um, my other two picks that I've got left. First one, uh, both of these are, to say this, both of these are just fading teams that I think are dead and don't want to play anymore. Uh, first one is BYU against USC. USC, I just think, is completely done. They don't have anything left. They can't tackle anybody. They fucking stink. BYU, I think, might be a little bit underrated. Uh, BYU minus seven. Could be a game they lose outright, or it could be a game they win by 35. Uh, so I'm going to go with BYU. I think that they want to keep playing, and they have something to prove still. Again, a lot of older guys, you know, they, they're coming back from the mission trip. Uh, so I, I'm going to go with BYU here against USC. I don't. I think USC is just completely toast. We'll see who ends up being their coach next year. <laughs> uh, my last play, too, I'm taking five because I'm trying to put Merrick out of out, out of my rearview mirror and catch up to Blaze here. Uh, I'm going to take Louisiana Tech at Rice. I took UTEP against Rice last week. UTEP barely covered. We'll take it. They don't ask how. Uh, I like Louisiana Tech here purely as a fade Rice play. I think Rice is my latest in a far long series, well-trodden series of fade the worst team in America. And I think Rice might be the worst team in America right now. So we're going to take Louisiana Tech, short line, at Rice, minus four. There you have it. A little off the radar games for you. Those are all off the radar games. I don't know if any of those games are going to be broadcasted on the major TV network. That's for sure. 
I just got to win the rollover pot. That's all I want. Dude, no, no, I'm co- I'm coming for blood there. I'm coming for blood, and and I'm start I'm starting off. By the way, hey, it would t- be it would be apropos because I've been fucking horrendous in that pool all year, and oh, then I won, and I got hot, I got hot at the right time and won the big rollover, and that's all I've got. Can't wait. I I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do that again this week. It's gonna be great. Gonna take home a big pot, boys. You bet on Georgia Tech last week. Uh, going <laughs> going to Notre Dame. Let me just first off by saying. 10 minutes into the first quarter there. They lost by, they lost by like 55 points An absolute atrocious, atrocious showing by the jackets. Georgia tech is absolute dog shit. So for two reasons, I I have to say though, I do think it's hilarious. Like having us on the podcast because we obviously have the, like the pool picks. So we see like 10 games that everybody likes, but knowing that like we see some of our picks for the pool already here. And you know, like these are ones that like, we have in our mind early on, and we just read the right articles and find the right stats. We're like, I fucking love this team. This is a no-brainer. You convince yourself that it's a no-brainer. And I love getting texts from you guys. Like, Blaze sent me. He goes, Jesus Christ, I was not even close to being right on Georgia Tech. You're it's just the best. So, so far off, and that's that's why I'm hammering Georgia this week. Georgia Tech is so bad. They've got, they packed it in for the year, and Georgia's just looking ahead to that SEC championship game. This is a tune-up game. 35 points is absolutely nothing for, for this this Bulldog defense, which is the best defense of the league. You know, everyone wants to see Georgia Georgia defense against an Ohio State offense. Who knows if it's going to happen? Probably not based off of Blaze's uh, predictions. But, look, I think I think Georgia steamrolls Georgia Tech this weekend. And secondly, too, I think I think this line – this line for for the Irish, Brian Kelly and the Irish going to going to the state of California to play Stanford minus nineteen. Stanford is they're right they're right next to Georgia Tech in in, in the pile of dog shit in the NCAA. In, in the NCAA, it's it's ridiculous. I I think those are two lines that are absolute no no doubt no doubt favorites that you got to lock in for this weekend. Notre Dame minus nineteen at Stanford, Georgia minus thirty five at Georgia Tech. Um, boys, I already agreed with you on the Oklahoma, Oklahoma state and, and kind of said my piece there. I think Caleb Williams, uh, had it figured out that offense didn't look very good though. Last week, I, I was a little nervous. Um, that first half, I think they had a, about 120 yards of total offense, 75 of that coming from that, uh, long Caleb Williams run. I think, I think they did get it figured out in the second half. So, um, I love them, uh, in Bedlam there. And then finally, I think Michigan state. I I don't know what the fuck Mal Tucker and, and the rest of those boys were doing on the bus ride uh, over over to Columbus last week. I think they figured it out against a very lackluster Penn State team and underperforming Penn State team this year. Give me Michigan State plus one. Uh, I I think Kenny Walker bounces back and, and has a really big game. I wouldn't be surprised if he ran for 200 yards and four scores, to be quite honest with you. Um uh, on Saturday. So uh, those are my four plays, Michigan State plus one, uh, Oklahoma plus three and a half, Georgia minus 35, and Notre Dame minus 19. So you can you can throw uh, Blaze's Stanford pick for the Pac-12 right next to my LSU pick for the SEC. Uh, really ugly plays there earlier in the season. Yeah, those were ugly. In our defense, though, we called up bullshit on Virginia Tech and they fired their coach, and we also were on the over on Michigan State win total. I, I texted you that right as soon as he got fired. I said that that might have been your best call of the preseason. Yeah, Virginia actually, Tech just actually, stunk. Yeah, I actually took Miami uh, Saturday too, which was nice. They held on and covered against Matuk. 
Hey, so are any of are, are are either of you psychopaths doing any like turkey trots or five Ks on Thursday? Absolutely not, Becky. Boys, are you? No, absolutely not. Are you gonna be playing? Are you golfing or playing football, Merrick? I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna go play some golf this weekend. It's gonna be like 65 degrees and sunny down here. Can't can't beat it. You're not but, going to Malia's family reunion? No, nah, no. I'm gonna see. I'll, I'll see. I'll see Malia in uh, uh, around around Christmas time. Uh, you Facetime her yet though? Oh, all the time. All okay, the time. Good. Yeah, yeah. Get to uh, get got a nice little video of her today. Nice little nice little surprise to get you through the workday. That's so, good. It was uh, T Money's uh, sixth birthday this week. Nah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Six. Yeah. She fluctuates between being a teenager and like just crying and being three years old. So it's like that's what age she's at. So it's kind of like boys when he gets a little liquored up. Insane. <laughs> I, I never cry when I get drunk. <laughs> sometimes. It's, the, sometimes. Sober, it's no, the sober. It's the sober. It's the sober times that get him. Never. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey. Times. Well, going back to Thanksgiving, we got a bit. We got a big one. Actually, the the biggest barn burner in the NFL is on Thursday. Matt Nagy fighting for his life. Uh, Bears Lions. Any of you guys got action on this game? I what? What's kickoff? Eleven a.m. Noon? Yeah, it's eleven. Yeah. Well, it's eleven central. I don't know what it is in Dallas. Oh, hold, hold on. Let me check my sundial. Uh, I'm I'm taking the under in this. I think it's going to be the NFL version of the 2018 Cheez It Bowl. So we're I. It's a low total, but I think it could even go lower. And we were talking about uh, the uh, the Todd Collins game that the Bears won. Back like in 2010, they uh, you, Merrick, we got we'll have to send you the box score to it. The, Todd, the, Todd, over, Todd. Under, the, the over under, and it was like I want to say it was 33, and it still went under. That's how bad it was. Uh, Todd Collins started for the Bears, and Jimmy Clausen started for the Panthers, and the Bears won 23 to six. This just feels like I could end up being wrong, but if it's going to be a bloodbath, I'm going to be just gross out there. Let's at least have a little bit of fun with it. So let's just bet the under under 41 and a half. I like it. I like it. I don't hit. I don't love it. I don't love it. I just kind of like it. Um, you got a couple other games come Sunday, right? Yeah, I got a couple more games out there. Uh, I, I'm not in love with any of these plays. There's this week has a lot of really close games. The biggest spread is Dallas minus seven and a half on Thursday. The rest of the games are pretty low line, so it's just it's kind of coin flips on who you like. It could give you really good value if you like certain teams, but I'm not in that camp of any of these NFL teams. It's been a complete crapshoot. I much, I like play, uh, handicapping the college football a lot better. Not that I'm better at it. Um, so a couple other plays that I got, I'm going to go back to the well here. I'm going to take the chargers again. I've been taking the chargers a lot this year, so I'm going to take them. They're playing the Broncos. My only concern here is that a little bit of it is recency bias and feeling like, they had that big win on Monday night. They almost blew it, but uh, Herbert looked pretty good. Eckler looked great. You worry that that's just still too much of your brain that's thinking about that. But I'm going to go with the the Chargers. I think the Broncos are dead. Uh, I know Blaze's darlings were the Broncos, but I'm going to fade them one more time here. Uh, was Chargers at Broncos. Covered by the Chargers Sunday night, Dave. <laughs> it was brutal. I know it was a bad non-cover. Like with all things considered, it was just bad across the board. Uh, my other two plays for Sunday that I'm going to go with. I'm going with four this weekend all day. Um, I'm going to go with Jaguars money line. I have had to start Matt Ryan in another fantasy league two weeks in a row, and he has got me a grand total of two fucking points. Oh, so, so bad. He's washed. So, so I just think that same thing. I think they're dead. 
I think they're done. I think he's done. I think he's for sure going to retire at the end of this year after this season. Calvin Ridley, God knows what's going on with him. I don't know how much of it is a little bit of uh, of like pretending like he's mentally fucked or if he's actually mentally fucked. We're not here to comment on anybody's mental health. He, uh, I, I just don't know what the deal is there. It just seems like a lot of the guys are quitting on the Falcons. I think it's a good spot to bet the Jaguars' money line. Go ahead and take the Jaguars there, and I think that they actually want to win. I don't think anybody on the Falcons really wants to be there anymore. Um, and my last play is Bengals are at home against the Steelers. Bengals have been kind of figuring it out lately. They beat the Raiders uh, most recently when they were out there. And now I, I think with this, it's just uh, I, I don't think the Steelers are that good. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger is that good. And the Bengals see that they've got a chance to win this division for the first time in a very long time. Do what Marv Lewis could never do. Go win a playoff game on top of it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Bengals minus four as my last lock there too. So I got four NFL plays and I've got five college plays. I could end up like Mikey Merrick here in one week from today. You could be, you could be, and 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 boys, not to just kind of completely gloss over you. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add on to my plays. I got seven total. We we gave you the four absolute no doubt heaters for college football. I'm going to go with I uh, I got some really questionable plays. I'm not going to lie. I got a flyer on this on, on the Eagles. I don't know why I'm betting the Eagles. It just looks right. Uh you know, it's 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 really just one of those things. It's it's more of a field play going to the Meadowlands playing the Giants minus three and a half. Eagles have looked pretty good the last couple of weeks. That defense uh has really stepped up. I think they've had uh 21 points, I think, uh from uh defensive special teams the last two weeks combined. So, um that's obviously going to help these guys a lot uh, playing, uh, I guess, a, a really weak and, and depleted Giants team in my mind. Uh, I also like I like Seattle. I know they're going the, – I'm going against my my normal judgment here of teams flying two or three time zones. Uh, they're flying to Washington to play the football team. Uh, they're getting a half point. I think this is the week that Russell Wilson finally figures it out coming back from that injury. Uh, I, I think that that offense kind of falls right back into place. And last one, I didn't put this one on, on the card boys, but I'm looking at it now and I, I love it even more Buccaneers minus three at the Colts. I think w- that Colts team you saw in Buffalo last week, I don't think you're going to get that again. Um, I, again, I'm not big on Carson Wentz. I think what Taylor did in the backfield uh, was a, a little bit of a fluke. Uh, I don't think I don't think lightning strike, strikes twice there, and I think Brady and Gronk uh, and the rest of that high powered offense from Tampa uh, comes away big uh, in Lucas Oil. So those are my three three NFL plays come Sunday uh, that we like on the card. But boys, you want to wrap us up? What do you like in the NFL? Uh, my bad. We'll stick it. We'll stick in Indy for this one. I usually don't do totals, so um, I'll probably get this one wrong. I like the over in the Colts and Bucks. Both these offenses can put up a lot of points. I also feel Brady and Carson Wentz are due for um, giving up a defensive touchdown too, so that always will help the point total. Give me over 51.5 on these two teams. And then 49ers, Minnesota. I think these other two games are just kind of interesting in my opinion. I think the 49ers figured something out since they won at Soldier Field two weeks ago. They absolutely spanked Jacksonville. And now they're at um, home against Minnesota, a team that had a very emotional win against Green Bay last week. I feel it's going to be hard to carry over that momentum mentally. Uh, traveling across the country to go to California. I like the 49ers minus three. I feel that's two points too low. And then last, we're just going to finish. We've seen the Titans. They lose the teams like the Texans and the Jets, but then they can beat the best of the best in the NFL, like the Buffalo 
um, like the Buffalo Bills and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Give me Titans plus six and a half on the road against New England. I think New England and the Belichick Lions getting way too overhyped again. They beat a very poor um, Matt Ryan and Atlanta Falcons team that's going through a transitional rebuild right now. I think this line is too inflated as well. I, I love the Titans as a dog. Don't like them as a favorite. This is a big one for me. Titans plus six and a half and went three and zero in the Sunday slate last week. So I think we're just going to stick with these three again and hope uh, um, lightning stri- strikes twice. I don't, I don't hate your NFL plays. I don't hate them. I don't love them. So I'm going to go zero three. That's what you're telling me and the listeners. Yeah, basically. No, he's, basically. he's due. I'm, Dude, I'm getting a little itchy here. Maybe we just throw 50, 100 bucks in the app again and we come out of retirement for this weekend. Oh, we parlay yeah. Merrick's place. He's still yeah. 7 and 0. You won't. You won't. I don't uh, know. It depends if I get a points bet boost. <laughs> um, look, boys, wrap us up here. Uh, I- I'm getting hungry thinking about the turkey here already two days prior. Uh, You're a little turkey. The- you want you're my turkey. Uh hey boys, what's the weather gonna be like at South Bend? Is it it's getting pretty chilly up there, no? Yeah, it is getting chilly. I think Notre Dame football team is playing in Palo Alto for Stanford this weekend, though. But uh for the citizens of South Bend, it's gonna be a high of 41 and low of 31. Uh um with seven mile an hour winds only, but it's not gonna be sunny. So it's gonna be a sad November uh thanks post Thanksgiving weekend. So hang in there and uh hopefully the fighting Irish win, but more importantly, hopefully the Michigan Wolverines do. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. I'm watching this Oregon St. Mary's game in a uh, couch, couch hoops, and this sideline photographer just got absolutely rocked in the face with the ball. Abs- absolutely, absolutely dummied. Mary, um, you're giving me PTSD I, right now with my right retina. I. <laughs> How'd that volleyball tournament go, by the way? It's going on Saturday. I play Saturday. Yeah. Uh-oh. So you gotta go back Uh-oh. down there after thir- the events of Friday. Yeah, I'm gonna go back down there Friday night. Just, just make just make sure uh, just make sure you got your rock specs on. That's all. Pitter patter. I got contacts. I'll probably go with those. I'm on the grad um, student health insurance. I can't purchase rock specs yet. <laughs> oh, Dave, Dave's got an empty wine glass. That that means you don't want listeners. Again, we want to be the first. Very first people to wish you a very happy and safe Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be thankful for. Hopefully, we're going to be thankful for our picks after we lock in a bunch of winners this weekend. McAvoy, I just know. I just hope you edit it quick enough so we can be the the first to wish them happy Thanksgiving <laughs> and a this, Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year's, and Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Happy and, Juneteenth. We're coming up quick. I get that yeah. day off this year. I know Blaze gets that day off every year because he doesn't work during the summer. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be in Houston this summer. I'll be working. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't give it off. <laughs> Down there, they might have to. Well, traditionally, it's been stand. on a Saturday. Traditionally, it's been on a Saturday. So if it falls on a Saturday, I think they might give you the day off on Friday or Monday. I would love it. Need it. Got to have it. Well, boys, let's let's get this thing wrapped up. I got it. I got to I got to hit the hay. I'm still nursing the hangover here. Uh, what were you what? doing last night? It was a fucking Monday. I got I got so banged up. I was out till like one in the morning. It was not you. It, uh, work work dinner turned into drinks afterwards, and next thing yeah, you know, people. I'm stumbling in. Yeah, yeah. We're still we're still online at seven o'clock this morning. You uh, first I'll first one dial break. First first one getting dialed dialed on the rig this morning on the dialed. laptop, but dialed but look listeners thanks again for tuning in boys good catching up as always 
Uh, look, everybody, cash in on some turkey, cash in on these picks. We're gonna we're gonna be just fine. No one panic. No one panic. This this will be fine. I hope everyone again has a very happy and safe Thanksgiving. Talk to everybody next week. Peace. There's always another game to bet on. Don't worry. <laughs>